Brian, thanks for taking the time to talk with me and thanks for all you do as a first responder. Love talking to you, hearing about your kids, hearing about what you do and uh, how you make a difference. So thanks for all of that. Um, if anybody's got any feedback for me, please reach out. You can find me on Instagram at Clear Nutrition for You, or you can send me an email at Matt at Clear Nutrition for You. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe and eat real food. Hi. This is Matt from Clear Nutrition for You. Nutrition is a passion of mine, and I believe it can set a foundation for you to build healthy routines and habits for the rest of your life. Not only do I hope you enjoy this podcast and get a couple laughs, but I also want it to assist you on your journey of health and fitness. Enjoy. Brian, you there? Hey, buddy. I'm here. Good. Can you uh, hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you loud and clear. Perfect. How, how you hear me as well? I hear you perfectly. Excellent. Good. Cool. Well, thanks for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. Cool. Um, so I here I, I'm gonna just to start off with a couple. My my biggest observation on you, Brian. Here it is: is your uh, your your nickname is SoCal. Uh-huh. You um, <laughs> you go to CrossFit in Cocoa Beach. That's correct. You're a firefighter in Tampa Bay. Yep. And you live in Merritt Island. Yep. Okay. <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> How does someone get all these geographies so so all over the place? <laughs> well, uh, when when I'll start from you know I'll go back a little bit here, but uh, yeah, originally I'm I'm from Southern California. Uh, my wife's company relocated her out uh i guess she's from here she's from Cocoa beach originally okay they they moved her to huntington beach where i was uh-huh. um you know in the 90s uh, obviously we met and got married and and then they uh moved her back here so i i was already working for a fire department there city of huntington beach uh fire and marine mm-hmm. and um so basically started over we didn't have kids yet i was still pretty young so i was like sure i'll you know i don't mind i'll start over um, moved here to, to Florida and, um, you know, just, uh, after dealing with the state for a little bit because they have, uh, no reciprocity, which is they, they didn't accept any of my oh. certifications. So I had to literally start over. I had to wow. go back through fire school. I had to go back through EMT school. I had to go back through paramedic school, even though I'd already been working in that facility for quite some time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which was fine, but then um, basically just started testing, you know, within, you know, once I got my licenses, I just started testing with as many departments as I could yeah. within, you know, within a two hour, within a two hour radius. And within two weeks, uh, city of Tampa had picked me up. Okay. Uh, so it's just been off to the races with them. I'm, I'm very blessed to, to be with, with them, I feel, you know, as far as departments go in the city, yeah. in the state. And were you in Merritt Island at this time, or where were you living? Yep, yeah, we're right here, right here in Merritt Island. Since uh, since my introduction to Florida, we've always been been here in Merritt Island. Um, you know, I, I didn't know where I was going to end up, but uh, you know, coming from 
Southern California where a 800 square foot, you know, one bedroom apartment was costing $2,400 in rent yeah. each month, <laughs> you know, buying a house here on the river seemed, uh, seemed pretty logical because it was fairly inexpensive. So that's, that's what we did. So we're just right here on Merritt Island. And then how and, did you, um, how did you end up doing CrossFit in Cocoa Beach then? Um, well, when, uh, years ago when I started, uh, at a couple at, at CrossFit Cocoa Beach, I was, I was looking, we were kind of introduced it already, um, you know, in our world of, of, of firefighting, we already kind of, that was on our radar and we were practicing it in anyways, mm -hmm. but I want to say that it was, it was about, you know, 2010, 2011, um, when the previous owners had it, uh, I want to say three locations ago. Yeah. Um, that's when I started, uh, with, with, um, you know, with Wayne was the owner and that's when I met Christina and Scott early on there they they were also coming there and I, i've i've just always just been a part of it because for what i do it's the it's the best type of workout that that complements you know my daily adventures in those 24 hours on duty yeah <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah great i mean so you know that's i mean definitely the i you know being a first responder and a firefighter i thought that that would be something good to talk about um and you started to go into it but so help me understand how, um, when you think about fitness and um, staying healthy, how that's impacted you or uh, as, a, as a firefighter. Well, I just, we, we train so much, you know, in the medical field, because we're all, we're all paramedics, uh, you know, so we, we do a lot of medical training and, and kind of something I found over the years with, with the bigger departments like mine, where we have, you know, 750 plus, you know, uniformed firefighters. Wow. They don't really emphasize the, the I mean, they try. And I, when I say they, I say, you know, they, our administration and, our, and we have a peer fitness group, but they do the best they can. But it's just really hard to keep that big of a, a body of a population to stay motivated with their physical fitness. Mm -hmm. And um, I've learned over the years that, you know, they emphasize they want to make sure that you're up on your medical skills and your you know, your drug dose knowledges and, and all your procedures that you would use throughout the day. But then when it comes down to it, you know, guys were, were not lasting very long, you know, in a fire before they were, you know, before they had, they had uh, used up all their oxygen in their bottle and had to go out and what we call rehab and, and get another bottle and, mm -hmm. and, you know, recuperate and then come back in. And I was like, man, it just, just doesn't seem like this is, I kind of always felt like, being a firefighter was we're, we're kind of like a professional athlete, you know, we're also professional medical personnel and, you know, we're, I, we're like professional problem solvers because it really doesn't matter what the problem is. When they call 911, they want us to fix it. You know, they don't right. want, you know, four guys in a, in a pickup truck showing up, trying to figure it out. They want, <laughs> you know, four brain surgeon, Olympic decathletes that are, you know, ready to fix whatever the problem is. Yeah. So, you know, with my guy, you know, for me, when, when I, before I became a kind of a supervisor, it was just easy to kind of take care of myself. But now that I have a crew where I'm responsible for four guys, you know, during the, my shift, it's, I put a big emphasis on our, on our workout time to make sure that whatever it is that we have to do, they have the physical ability and the training that it's not going to let them down throughout, you know, the course of the day. You know, it's so interesting, you know, you know, you never, I never really thought about that before, but it is this, you got to be able to be probably, you know, your in your head, you know, yes. and still exert, you know, and it's so funny because sometimes 
when you do CrossFit, you know, I, I struggle counting, you know, <laughs> right. and, uh, and I never really thought about the fact that it does really probably help you think about, you know, how do I keep track of where I am and what I'm doing and make good decisions while I'm under duress, you know, under, yep. Under extreme, extreme duress or in situations that, that really, they stress you out emotionally. Mm-hmm. And over the years, you know, I, I've done this for, for a while. So I've, I've, I'm comfortable with it, but you can really tell, you know, early on in someone's career, what kind of character they're made up with when they, when they get put in these situations and you kind of see them, you know, either rise to the occasion and, and handle it, or they, they start to crack under that stress. And we all, we all eventually will crack, but you can tell that they, you, you either learn from it or it just leaves you behind. And it's a, it's a, it's a long process to, to do what we do, but yeah, you're, you're working hard, you're hot, you're sweaty, and you're still trying to figure out like, okay, you know, this guy weighs 200 pounds. What's my drug dose for this? And you got to figure it out like this. And nice. it may be your fourth call after midnight and you haven't slept in 24 hours. So you're, you know, <laughs> you're trying to figure out, <laughs> is it like two milligrams or 20 milligrams? Wow. And it can be a drastic difference if yes. you give the wrong dose you know what i'm saying so yeah or wow. even if you give the wrong medication so you you kind of really have to be on your game so to speak well when you think about crossfit then is there what do you what do you think do you think it's the mental side of kind of being able to stay coherent or do you think it's the physical side or i mean what's the the the, the thing that you would say crossfit's helped you the, the most with in in dealing with that uh honestly the, the crossfit for me has has is my biggest benefit is, is, um, and it's going to be completely opposite of what you said, but it's my therapy. It's how okay. I, it's, um, I come to the 9am class usually right after shift. So I'm coming straight, you know, usually I've been up for 28 hours or maybe had a little bit of sleep in there. I come straight home. I don't even go home. I come straight from Tampa and I go to CrossFit. And those are, those are my crew at 9am. No, usually I'm a few minutes late cause, um, it's a long drive, but I just jump in and, and I start getting after it. But that's how I decompress and, and like let whatever whatever the shift, you know, whatever happened the day before, that's kind of how I deal with it. But then it also mentally um, gives me the, the strength and the confidence to kind of handle and process, you know, what, what we go through on a day-to-day basis. And some days, you know, you're great, you know, you run a couple calls, no big deal. And then other days it just, you're like, what is going on? Did everybody take stupid pills this morning or, or what? <laughs> there's no rhyme or reason for it. It's just the next time that bell goes off and you go get in the truck, you don't, you're like, Oh my God, what? <laughs> yeah. You wonder how people survive on a day-to-day basis sometimes. <laughs> well, and, and that, and that was really getting at my next question. So when you think about the people that you help um, and their health and fitness, is there any lessons that you've learned that you would share other people with like, Hey, you know, these are the kinds of things that you ought to be thinking about from a health and fitness standpoint that will help your chances in an emergency or, or eliminate your chances of needing an emergency. But is there anything that sticks out to you around that? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, as far as the general general public goes is, you know, when when they're having an emergency is the ability to remain calm. And and as you as you progress through your, your physical fitness, you know, challenges and whatever it is that that. Um, you may be doing, I find that most people um, don't like to be uncomfortable. And for those of us that do CrossFit, CrossFit makes you uncomfortable every time you do it, because there's always some aspect of the workout that 
that you're like, God, this is, this is not in my nice. wheelhouse. And, and, you know, for me, um, you know, handstand pushups and, um, events like that where you're getting upside down have always been a, have always been a struggle for me. And not that, you know, I can't, you know, I'm uncomfortable, I'm uncomfortable doing it, but it's, man, it's just, those are, those are difficult movements for me. And so I find that with the general public that, that when we go to it, they like to just go to the, you know, go to the gym and they like to just do their little routine and maybe they get a sweat up, maybe they do a little bit cardio, but for the most part, they're not uncomfortable. They're not pushing themselves and getting the most out of their time that they're putting in for it. And it almost seems like it's more of a, of a social hour aspect for, for a majority of the people that, that go to the gyms. And I would say that even some of my firefighters that I've worked with over the years, man, they're, they look like they're incredible shape. You know, they, they're, they have low body fat and they got muscles on top of muscles, but then when it comes down to it and we got to go do work, they're the first ones that throw up in their masks and they have vomit up to their eyeballs after about five minutes of, of <laughs> physical exertion and you're inside your mask. So they got to swallow it back down to breathe. Oh, so, <laughs> I've seen that a number of times. And I mean, I'm talking, you know, Jack dudes that you would think you're like, wow. man, this guy's ready to do work, but it's a different kind of, I don't know if it's the, the mental aspect of it or, or the type of, uh, you know, physical ability that, of what we're, what we accomplish in CrossFit. Right. But, you know, they can go in and bench press a bus. But then when when we put on 100 pounds of bunker gear and weight and then go start pulling a hose, you know, through a, a building that's on fire, they're yeah. the, they're a lot of times the first ones to fall out. Wow. <laughs> so you wow. just, you know, I, I call them, you know, we, we lovingly call it uh, AC muscles. And, you know, this it's not my I didn't right. come up with it, but it's, you know, muscles that are only good in the air conditioning. Yes. You know, yes. <laughs> so I want to totally. be. I want to be that guy that can go as, as long as I can, as hard as I can, as fast as I can, you know, whether that be, you know, for 45 minutes on a, on a bottle before I run out of air, or, you know, if we're trying to do an all day talk, like, uh, you know, a long, a long duration type evolution. Yeah. So, so you purposely turn the fan the other direction when you work out then? Yeah. We close all the garage doors and, and, uh, you know, put, put on sweatpants, <laughs> you know, put on our bunker gear. <laughs> And it's funny when, when I first started with CrossFit, that was kind of our thing. Um, I would bring my bunker gear to the old, old, old location there with, uh, with Wayne and I'd put on my bunker gear and I put on my mask and I'd try to do, you know, some of the, some of the workouts and it, you know, it, it definitely added a, a extreme degree of difficulty. But what I found is, is I wasn't getting the, the benefit of the workout right. because I wasn't yeah. able to do as many reps. Yeah. So yeah. then I, I was like, okay, you know, that was, that was, that was cute. You know, I, I may have looked, you know, tough or whatever, but it, it didn't give me the, it didn't give me what I was attempting to go for. Right. Right. Um, so, um, I, one of the things I was also thinking about is we've got all these people uh -huh. in their homes right now, quarantined in their homes from a safety standpoint. Like what is the, the, when I, like when I'm around my house, what should I be concerned about to be safe <laughs> ladders while I'm in my house. ladders any anytime anybody gets on a ladder and you and you mix in a a, a gravity attack or a fall uh-huh that's uh that's usually our biggest safety so try not to do anything with ladders outside of that you can find a pretty good workout um you know just just stay in not even <laughs> not even a, not even a workout i'm just saying like in general safety people are in their house right now like what would you say like hey here are the things that people 
this is the reason I end up getting called to people's homes. And if you can do this kind of stuff, you're, you're probably not going to see an EMT or a firefighter. Yeah. Don't um, forget that you're cooking something. Don't, okay. um, don't start cooking uh, macaroni and cheese or, you know, whatever it is that you're making and then go and take a nap. Um, that's our number one call is that uh, people forget that they're cooking or they start drinking and pass out and, you know, they're, they're still cooking whatever they're making and then a kitchen fire starts. So that's our number one. Um, that's the number one way of a fire starts is you're cooking and you forgot that you're cooking and, uh, or you just shouldn't be cooking in the first place and then you burn down the kitchen. <laughs> okay. So that's, that's my safety tip there for, for that part. But, um, anything else, uh, you know, make sure you have proper ventilation. If you're starting to paint or do home projects and whatnot, yeah. um, you know, sometimes, sometimes some of these, these paints and, uh, other chemicals, uh, that you may come in contact with, uh, when you start mixing them and, and cleaning and whatnot, they can kind of give off an off gas that, that can make you a little lightheaded or even cause you to get sick. I would have never thought you know? of that. Yeah. Uh, when you're cleaning, obviously don't mix, uh, bleach and ammonia. Um, you'll get it. You'll get a trip to the emergency room for that. I promise you. Uh-huh. <laughs> even, you know, if you have like, I have, I have three little boys and, um, uh, getting them to all pee in the, in the toilet without spilling is, is usually a feat. So when you're cleaning the bathroom, don't use bleach on the, on the urine. Cause that contains ammonia and you will get a, you will get an off gas of that if you have enough of it. Wow. So, and uh, you can create a, a bit of a hazmat situation. <laughs> okay. These are so. awesome. Cause I would have never thought of either one of these things. These are things I'm not worried about, but now I am right. worried about them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's a number of, number of things like that, that that just just household cleaners. When you start mixing them together, it's like, oh, wait a minute here. I had no idea this was a this was even a thing. Wow. I had. Yeah, I've never never even crossed my mind. OK, so I'm not going to get on a ladder. I'm going to make sure I stay okay. awake when I'm cooking. Um, right. No mixed chemicals. What are my what's my what are my other tips that I need to do to be safe while I'm at home? Um. I guess if you're, you know, if you're at home and, you know, you have kids do, do some practice drills, do some, you know, worst case scenario, like, okay, you know, generally every room has two, two points of, of egress. So you have a door, mm-hmm. you might have another door in there, or you might have a window, but you know, what we tell the kids, like when, when I go to the schools and we do our, our public safety uh, talks and whatnot, we tell them to, you know, have a plan and we make a game out of it, you know, have a plan so that, you know, God forbid there is a fire or something where you need to get out and your normal door is blocked, you know, know how to get your door open and then have a meeting place outside. Like, okay, how do I get this, you know, how do I get this window open if I really need to, Yeah. you know, and how do I, how do I get outside? Or if I can't go out of this door and I got to go some other way, what, you know, what's my plan? And, and, um, that's one of the biggest things, you know, we do is have a plan and have a meeting place and make a game out of it so that, you know, you try to, you try to time everybody and say, okay, on your market, set, go. And then everybody, you know, somebody grabs the dog or somebody grabs the hamster. And yeah. just like they do at school, everybody has their assignment. And when, when you have your assignment and you do that, you know, just a couple of times, it creates muscle memory. And then no matter what the, you know, you, you kind of rely back on your training in, in stressful situations and you don't really have to think about it. It becomes kind of a second nature type situation. Cool. That's great. Those are great tips. Yeah, that's awesome. 
Yeah, uh, that's awesome. Again, I was just thinking, like, everybody's at home, you know, what do they, what do we want to do to make sure they stay safe there? Of course. Um, all right. So then the, the last thing I always kind of try to wrap these things up with a little bit of uh, uh-huh. fun. So sure. we, we haven't talked about your, your boys yet. And we, and I get to see your boys pretty regularly and, <laughs> super fun yes. and all that kind of stuff. So what I'm wondering is if you could describe the workout that best represents each of your sons. <laughs> um, Wow. Okay. So each of them. Well, obviously for those that know, I got a, you know, an older one, he's nine and a half. He's almost 10. Yep. You know, and he's kind of the, he's just the all, all around good, all American kid, you know, and, and loves to have fun and do everything. So, ah, man. So you want me to give the names of the workouts? Cause I don't sure. I don't, yeah. When you think of his personality, what, what, what would be the workout that be, you'd be like, Oh yeah, that's his jam because of his personality. That's his right. jam right there. He he would be like a like just a just a chipper where it just you just got to go at it all day long you know yep. and and you're just like wow this just never ends but it's like one of those fun ones where you know um, some running rowing you know some some bike mixed in where you're where you're just going on yeah you know having a good time with everybody you're not really you're you're working hard but you don't really feel like you're about to die all right at any time good and your son uh, and what's what's your son's name that's nine and a half that's that's Ethan. So he's he's the he's the older one, Ethan. There. All right. So he, and Ethan, then, he's nice, straight, steady, puts in the work, gets it done for when he needs to get it done. Yep. yep. And then um, for the twins, Curran and Connor, they're six and a half, almost seven. Yep. You know, uh, right off the bat, Curran would be uh, the Murph. Okay. You'd be doing you'd be doing the Murph because that that kid is is full throttle, nonstop, and you just you wonder like if it's ever gonna <laughs> if it's ever gonna come to an end yeah um and for connor the other one i don't know the name of it but it would be like a basically a hundred thrusters at 135 pounds but every minute on the minute you got to do five burpees oh my and god you just go and you go until you're done so that would be i don't know if there's a name for that one hell um yeah, that that's kind of what I would that's kind of what I would I would put it as, but that would be the twins in a nutshell. Okay. Oh, good. Well, so um, I guess I would prefer an Ethan over the other ones based off of what you just said. <laughs> exactly. I would pick an I would pick an Ethan. Something I think that those are just you're just drained after it, and you're just laying there going, "What just happened to me?" You know, if, if you're you know right. able to complete them. Right. Right. <laughs> that's awesome. Cool. Well. Um, Brian, I appreciate you being on, um, talking with me and talking about, uh, you know, first responders and all that kind of good stuff. It's uh, it was great. Sure. Yeah. I appreciate being on and, and, you know, it's a, it's a great thing that you're doing here and, and hopefully everybody that's listening can, you know, get some good insight from it. Yeah. I hope so too. I hope so too. I think so. I mean, I, again, like those, that stuff you talked about is just not stuff that I worry about. So that's really good. Really, really good information. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, all right, Matt. Brian, you have a great day. All right, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another podcast. Today, I talk with Brian. Uh, Brian is a first responder, fireman at Tampa Bay. Um, First, I want to say thanks to Brian for that. Um, Every time I have these conversations with first responders, I just respect more and more what he does. Um, it's truly brave and truly giving back to our community. So thanks for that, Brian. Also, thanks for taking the time to talk with me. Um, in today's episode, we get into a little bit more about Brian and how he uses his fitness to be a firefighter 
And then we also talk about safety and what are some of the things that we should all think about from a safety standpoint and in his experience that could really get us into trouble. I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I did and get to know Brian, a.k.a. SoCal, a little better. Bye.